We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, Lakers Nation. Welcome in to the LakersNation.com podcast. I am Trevor Lane, joined on the show today by editor extraordinaire Daniel Starkand and special guest, Lakers guard Austin Reeves. Guys, welcome in. What's up? I appreciate y'all for having me. He's he's on a one name basis now. He's just Austin. I think every everyone knows who he is. So uh, we got there finally. Uh, um, Austin, when we are we're looking at this part of the summer, obviously all the contractual stuff has, for the most part, come to a conclusion. Obviously, there was the big Damian Lillard trade that that just went down, but. Your contract situation was something that we were talking a lot about this summer. And I guess first and foremost, congratulations on on the new contract. Um, in the whole negotiation process, did you always feel like you were coming back to the Lakers? And was there kind of like a drop dead? I know for a while there you were waiting on like the Spurs to see if there was going to be an offer coming in. Did you have kind of like a drop dead point where you said, OK, I can't wait anymore. I'm going to take the Lakers offer. Yeah, for sure. Uh, obviously, we wanted to um, explore every option possible. Um, if there was an opportunity to, um, you know, get a little more money. But at the end of the day, I wanted to be in L.A. and I wanted it to be a situation to even if there was more money um, to where it was going to be a spot that, you know, um, the Lakers could match whatever it was. Uh, but there was definitely uh, a time I think it was. I don't even remember the days, but the first day uh, when everything opened and then we waited, we would slept on it that night. And then the next day around, I think it was like 12 or one uh, central time where I was back home. Um, it got to a point where I was just like, you know, we have real relationships with, you know, front office players and um, didn't want to, you know, take a chance on, you know, kind of, you know, not ruining those, but like, you know, having a little bump in the road. So it was, you know, situational where I wanted to be. I wanted to be in LA. I didn't want to be anywhere else. And um, just to keep those relationships, you know, as strong as they are, um, there was a point that we were like, you know, let's just go back and then run it back. I, I know that whole free agency process goes by really quick. I don't know how much you were following along with all the moves that Lakers were obviously, you know, really active, but how cool was it seeing, um, a lot of the guys from last year, you know, re-signing and coming back, um, specifically, you know, D'Lo, I know you guys got really close you know, uh, after it came over last year. Yeah, I mean, it was great. Uh, I feel like we brought back basically the core that um, we went to the Western Conference Finals with and then added really good pieces around that, you know, Gabe that went to the finals. 
um, you know, pieces that I feel like, you know, we kind of, uh, you know, lacked last year, um, but also bring back that, that chemistry that we built in such a short time. And we have a, a opportunity to have, you know, like a full summer and a full training camp preseason to, um, you know, build off that, you know, we didn't get that the, the year before, um, but it's good to, you know, have kind of a feel of what you have going into the season. How different is the vibe around this team this year compared to, say, your, your previous two summers? Obviously, the first one, you're a rookie, but how different are things right now with this team than they were, like, last year? Uh, I feel like, you know, just having that success at the end of the year last year, going to the Western Conference Finals, um, and like I said, bringing back that group of guys um, that did that, like I said, adding pieces that are really going to help, it's, it's a great feeling. Like, we feel like we – can start off a year um, in a good you know, place to where, you know, we don't have to do what we did last year or, um, you know, the really you know poor year we had the year before that. Um, we have, you know, kind of that foundation set already, um, but we have an opportunity to even build more on that. So the vibe is great. Um, the guys are great. Everybody, you know, when we were in San Diego, you know, really uh, bonded, you know, off the court, on the court, you know, really just had a good time. Talking about um, the mini camp you just mentioned and just the overall workouts, who's kind of stood out? I know you mentioned um, AD shooting on, on Zach Lowe's show the other day, but I, I want to get Laker fans pumped right now. Who, who's been looking good? No, for sure. Definitely AD. Um, was super, you know, happy to see him shooting the ball um, like he was down there. Um, you know, everybody, you know, kind of knows that he has that, um, you know, when they won in the bubble. He was shooting the ball well, you know, keeping, you know, people honest from the three-point line. But other than that, um, you know, obviously, Brian being Brian, you know, being uh, 21st year going into, you know, <laughs> you think sometimes – I personally think at some point I'm going to see him and be like, okay, like the the descend is coming. And it's just not like we worked out, um, you know, a couple times this past week and – he still acts like he's 20 years old. You know, he still has that that spring to him and the pop to him, uh, the motivation to, you know, keep going. Um, but other than that, you know, you know, D'Lo looks good. Gabe looks good. Christian shooting the ball really well as well. Um, everybody really looked good down in San Diego. And, you know, it was, you know, a time for us to, you know, like I said, mesh off the court, but also um, on the court as well. You know, I, I don't think I'm necessarily breaking major news here, but in his presser yesterday, Darvin Ham just at first he said he wasn't going to announce the starting lineups, and then he went ahead and he named yourself and D'Angelo Russell as the starting backcourt for the team. Uh, what is it about the pairing, you and D'Lo? What is it that really works about that? Uh, I think it's just two unselfish guys that, you know, care about winning. Um, D'Lo helped me so much, you know, last year when he got there just – being a guy that's, uh, like I said, unselfish and wants to see others succeed. Um, and then obviously when you play with, you know, as skilled guys as the LeBron, AD, uh, Rui, just having them on the court makes life easy for me. Um, but like I said, you know, having that chemistry with D'Lo, you know, we've built um, on and off the court. Uh, we play a lot of golf together, so we're around each other a lot. But um, you know, you have somebody that, you know, every time you go out, you, uh, he's going to, you know, build you up, you know, even if you're struggling, he's going to keep, you know, he's going to be in your ear the whole time about, you know, just keep going, you know, 
Um, he's probably one of the best hype men I've ever had as a teammate. Uh, he has ultra confidence in everybody on the team. Um, and he really just makes the game easy. It, you've been on this show a few times in the past, and each time you've come on, you've talked about potentially moving more into a point guard role, being a primary ball handler, being that initiator, because that was your background, where you come from, and what you're comfortable with. Are you anticipating that happening this coming season, even more opportunities on ball? Oh, I think there will be. Uh, obviously, you know, the, what the game – provides is what will give the game we have so much talent on our team you know i said on uh lowest pod that um you know I, I personally think that we have one of the you know most skilled rosters in the league and i stand on that um just because you go down the list and we have you know everything you know from one to you know 14 uh we have guys that can really you know skillfully play the game uh, and do multiple things and um, you know, being on ball, I feel comfortable, uh, but it's not like I'm going to go into every game like, oh, this is what's going to happen. Uh, you know, like I said, we have so much talent that, you know, we can um, go into games, you know, with what the game provides, really. And going back to Darvin's comments yesterday about uh, you being in the starting lineup, it's honestly hard to believe that you didn't really, you know, start until like halfway through last season. Um, but now that you know you kind of have that spot locked up, is there kind of a, a different mentality or vibe going into camp this year, knowing you're not necessarily competing for minutes as much as just trying to get in shape and ready to go? Uh, you know, my mentality is basically the same regardless. Start, don't start. Um, try to play the game the right way. Uh, obviously, you know, having that m the more responsibility, um, but also, like you said, knowing uh, that that responsibility is yours, you know, it gives you a good feeling and a good confidence that, you know, not just players um, believe in what I do on the court, but coaching staff, front office, um, all that as well. So it's definitely a good feeling and a, like a boost of confidence uh, just to go out and be myself. Speaking of mentality, did you hear Rob use those hollowed words Mamba mentality to describe you in that presser? I did. I definitely did. I had, you know, my whole family was sending it to me uh, just because they knew how big of a Kobe fan I was. Uh, it was it was special to hear, obviously, um, someone being so close to Kobe, uh, being around him for, you know, basically his whole career and. Um, for him to say that about me, it definitely was one of those moments that I was like, oh, I'm going to remember this one. Uh, I, I want to talk about the FIBA World Cup a little bit. Obviously, that was a great experience. But I want to talk about the love you got when you were in the Philippines. Um, me and Trevor know, running Lakers Nation, how big the Filipino fan base is uh, for, at, for the Lakers. Um, so were you, were you expecting to get that kind of love? And just kind of what was it like um, being on a team with almost all all-stars and you're the one that everyone wants to see and meet? Yeah, so I was talking to Phil Handy uh, before I went out there, and he was like, "They love, they love you." And I was just like, "Yeah, whatever." Like they're, they're Lakers fans, but no, he was like, "No, like they love you." And I was like, "Okay, whatever." Like, it was just I didn't really think anything about it. And then we start traveling um, to you know Spain first, and then uh, Abu Dhabi, and then when we got there. You know, it was it was a different feeling. You know, they were announcing, you know, uh, lineups, um, all the guys. And uh, when my name got called, it was um, the loudest ovation. And it was just like, oh, like, 
that was the first thing my mind went back to was Phil saying that. And he was like, uh, so I texted him after the game. I was like, yo, you wasn't wrong. And he was like, I was trying to tell you, like, they love Lakers basketball, but they more so, like, not more so, but like, they really love you. Like, they see you as like someone that's kind of uh, relatable to, like, not real athletic, not tall, um, but are super successful and play the game the right way and play super hard. So um, it was special. It was, um, you know, every time I, you know, went somewhere, you know, went to the lobby, it was pictures, autographs and stuff like that. And um, me being me from the middle of nowhere in Arkansas, you know, you don't really think about moments like that. Um, so it's definitely, um, you know, super cool. And, and I know the results weren't what you guys wanted, but just, how was that experience and what do you think you could take away from it, you know, going into this upcoming season? It was a great experience. Obviously, like you said, we didn't, you know, end the way we wanted to. <laughs> um, but, you know, just playing that different style of basketball. Uh, my brother plays in Germany. And so I watch a lot of basketball. I watch a lot of overseas basketball and just see that, you know, the way that they play the game and the, the purity of basketball that they play. Um was fun for me to, you know, compete against, obviously pissed off that we lost, but um, just seeing the purity of basketball that they play, the the way that they play the right way, they, you know, move the ball, cut, uh, down screens, double screens, all that stuff that, you know, me growing up, that's how we grew up playing. Um, we did all that kind of stuff, but um, you just take away, you know, the experience being around, you know, like you said, a lot of all-stars, you know, um, Hall of Fame coaches, and, you know, you try to just pick things here and there from everybody just to learn and grow. You know, one of the things that we've seen happen historically is that super teams are formed within <laughs> Team USA, right? Super teams of the future are formed within the relationships that that we see develop playing for Team USA. Was there ever a point where you're out there on the floor with some of those guys and you started thinking, huh, you know, maybe a few years from now, some of these guys might uh, might bring them on over to the Lakers? I would love to play with any of them. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I definitely, you know, I just, I only thing I, I said the whole time was that the LA weather was amazing. Uh, nothing about basketball. <laughs> the weather was beautiful and it's a good place to live. That's all I could say. Uh, as someone who's been in, in Southern California his whole life, that's, that's enough is, as far as I'm concerned. That should, should get some. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but coming off that experience, like, did you kind of feel like um, going into, you know, workouts and training camp, like you kind of have not a leg up, but like you're more ready to go compared to years past just because you were already playing, you know, big time games? Yeah, and that was uh, kind of the main focus was um, – if I was going to do this, I was going to do it. Like it wasn't going to be no, you know, one leg in, one leg out. Like I was going to go into it uh, fully prepared to, you know, be in, you know, the best shape possible, you know, when it was over to, you know, basically just um, kind of slide over to the Lakers season and like uh, our training camp and preseason and stuff like that. Um, but that was the main focus. I feel like I'm in really good shape. Um I uh, feel like my skills in a good, you know, spot as well, you know, as I've worked, you know, even uh, before that and then during and then even after now just leading up, I feel like I'm in a really good spot. Is fatigue a concern at all after you didn't, you didn't get quite as much rest, I know, as you were planning on getting over the summer? Yeah, so that's uh, the last, you know, since I've been done with the FIBA stuff, um, you know, Rob and Darv, and basically our whole, you know, staff has done a really good job making me relax. Uh, 
it's hard for me to be in a gym and, and not, you know, work out and, you know, um, basically, you know, get to it, uh, you know, in at San Diego, uh, with Brian's mini camp, it was basically, you know, me just hanging out. I didn't do much on court. Um, it was very, you know, very low load management for me, um, just to, you know, kind of give me a break to, um, really hit everything going in, in full stride. And now entering your third NBA season, I feel like it's gone by quick. I remember when you were just going to your first camp as a rookie. Um, but do you kind of feel, not your role on the court, but kind of in the locker room, do you kind of feel your role shifting a little as you're not necessarily the young guy anymore? You're now kind of, you're a starter. Um, you know, you've been in in the in the organization for, for a couple of years now. Do you kind of feel your, your, your leadership uh, growing? Yeah, for sure. And if you really look at it, um, I looked at Bron and was when we were down in San Diego because we had it in San Diego last year. And I was like, there's only four, I believe four of us that was yep. there at that point last year. So like kind of feel like I'm uh, I don't want to say the vet, but like I feel like, you know, I've, I've been in the organization as a player, you know, third longest right behind, um, you know, AD and Bron. Um, so I kind of feel like, you know, I have a very good understanding or, or understanding of, you know, kind of what, you know, we want to be about and, and how we want to approach things and, um, you know, how, um, you know, different this is to a lot of experiences, um, you know, just in the basketball world, you know, it's, uh, it's when, you know, the fans, you know, yeah, you know, y'all know, like it's, it's when, um, you know, we really don't have any um, acceptance to anything other than that. They expect us um, to go win a championship every year. And that's the main goal at the end of the day. So um, just being able to, you know, at least with the young guys, the guys that were in my position, just to be able to talk to them and uh, kind of map out what they could do to, you know, be successful as well um, is something I'm looking forward to. Yeah, the the only four guys from last year's training camp are LeBron, AD, you, and and Max Christie. Yep. Um, speaking yeah. of Max, though, uh, I I know he works extremely hard. I've seen it. Um, do you do you see him maybe potentially taking a, a year two leap, kind of similar to what you did last year? I do, and he's you know he's super talented, uh, super you know gifted, you know athletically, you know can guard. Um, he's gotten a lot stronger. Um, but yeah, no, I see, you know, why not? Um, I know he puts in the work, like you said, he's in the gym every single day trying to get better, uh, doing the right things. He's, he's a great kid. Like at the end of the day, basketball outside, whatever, like he's a good kid and wants to, um, do stuff the right way. And I feel like, honestly, like you get rewarded if you do the right thing. So, um, I could definitely see him, you know, making that jump, um, because of the way that he approaches everything. And looking at this roster, if you had to pick one player to be your pick for the breakout Laker of the season, obviously yourself excluded in, in this, would it be Max or, or who would you pick for that? Oh, that's such a tough question because we have so many guys. Um, that That's a great thing, by the way. Yeah, that there's, sure. that there's, too many, uh, there's so many good answers. Yeah, I feel like... I feel like for me, it's going to be D'Lo because um, I feel like just a lot of people would say that he wasn't very consistent end of the year. Um, but I feel like him having the 
just this whole time, the the, the training camp, uh, preseason, all that to kind of, you know, get actually established. You know, last year, you know, all those guys that were traded, you know, in were basically kind of just thrown out there and was just like, we're going to we're going to win off talent. Um, but I think having him um, around and him being able to, you know, get used to playing with Bron and AD a little more um, is just going to benefit him. So I'm going to say he's going to, you know, obviously had a really good year last year, but I think that, you know, this year coming is going to be, you know, one of those ones that is like, okay, like definitely, definitely um, got a bargain with him. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, and talking about the roster as a whole, I know you you've made it clear you you think you know you guys got a lot of talent could win it all. I I agree with you. I think uh, Rob did a really good job this summer. Um, but if you had to you know maybe point out some of the weaknesses or some something that you guys know you're gonna have to work hard at to be good at, what what, what do you think that is? Yeah, the only thing I that comes to my mind off the top of my head is just um, we don't really have a physical five, um, you know. I feel like in the Denver series last year, if we, you know, we had Tristan, but we didn't play him until the, the uh, game four, and he actually played really well. Uh, I feel like if we had, you know, either tried that earlier or had, you know, someone else that um, could do that, because, um, like, what was it uh, in the bubble year when they played him, you know, Dwight, you know, mm-hmm. basically just went in there and was physical. Like, uh, you know, you tell Dwight, you got six fouls, like, go use them. Like, um, you know, play hard, be physical. Um, but that's really the one thing, um, you know, if you had to nitpick something. Uh, and I know that's that's really a small thing um, just because of the skill that we have. But, um, yeah, that's really it. Hey, you guys, you guys have an open roster there. spot, and, and Dwight's oh, yeah. still available. I'm just going to throw that up there. <laughs> Cheap plug for Dwight Howard there. Um, how how do you feel about getting uh, getting Denver opening night after seeing them here in the in the playoffs? 
Uh, great. It's a good opportunity to kind of um, go rain on their parade. Um, you know, that's obviously going to be ring night and uh, their emotions are going to be high. And, um, you know, Malone has said a lot of, you know, stuff, you know, after the fact, um, you know, kept trying to you know, really drag it out on and on. Um, but it's just a good opportunity for us to go, you know, try to make a statement the first game and, um, you know, like I said, make a statement. I think it's been like five or six years maybe since the Lakers have won on opening night. So we, we, we need to oh, break wow. that curse for I sure. That. <laughs> <laughs> I, knew, I knew for a fact we did in the two years that I've been here, but I didn't know it's been that long. Speaking of the schedule, though, when it comes out, is there any like what's the first thing you look at? Is there anything that stands out to you? Uh, I would to be completely honest, I don't know if I've looked at it all the way. Um, <laughs> I've seen obviously the Denver game because it's just posted everywhere. Uh, Christmas is here against Boston, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, that was that was one of the ones that I looked at because. Oh, last year I played on Christmas, but I didn't get the we, my first year we played Brooklyn here in Christmas on Christmas, but I had COVID, so I couldn't play, um, which was something I really was looking forward to to doing. You know, growing up, you know, watching all those Christmas games, especially being here in LA, um, that's something I really wanted to do. So I was I was making sure we were home on Christmas, but um, that's really it. I didn't really look into it in depth. I kind of just take everything on the fly. Yeah, you just go wherever the plane sends you, right? Exactly. <laughs> Have a basketball, we'll travel. Um, Austin, there's been a lot of talk about the in-season tournament. What are your thoughts on this? Um, me being me and a competitor, I think it's cool. Like, you have an opportunity to go, um, you know, compete. And uh, I don't like, – like I said, I – I couldn't tell you exactly how the format actually works, um, but anytime I can go compete and, um, you know, try to win something, you know, I'm going to do that. Do you, do you wish there was kind of more up for grabs for that? I think the winners get like a few hundred grand or whatever, but uh, do you wish maybe like there was some, some incentive to basketball-wise, maybe like a free playoff spot or something if you win or something like that? I don't know. That's a good question. I never really thought about it. I didn't even know what you won when you got it, but – a few hundred, a hundred thousand to me is great. Hey, it's speaking of speaking of which, the the guy with the new contract here. What what was your first big purchase? Now that you've got your new deal, I still haven't bought anything that's just like <laughs> like I I don't really spend money like that. But I definitely uh, bought a whole new set of golf clubs, uh, custom fitted. Uh, had to do that. That was the first thing. But other than that, it was I haven't really bought anything. I know you're a big pregame fashion guy. You didn't get any new outfits for, for this uh, season? I'm still in the sweats and a hoodie. <laughs> D-Lo's been, D-Lo's been yeah. trying. When we were in San Diego, D-Lo's been on me about me showing up to at least one game in a fit. And I'm just like, bro, I just want to go play basketball. <laughs> That'd be cool. It's good. It's good to see that the money hasn't changed you, though. For sure. No doubt. <laughs> uh let's see so austin before we before we let you uh get out of here this lakers season obviously it's one the fans are are very very excited for um 
what is it that you'd say is the you are most excited for this season? Aside from just getting out on the court and playing, is there something that's really got you pumped up for the season? Uh, really just going into a year, having a good feeling of what we have. Uh, like I said, being able to bring back basically a core that went to the Western Conference Finals and – like I said, add really good pieces around that that are going to help us, you know, elevate that even more. But just knowing that we have an opportunity if we go take care of our business and approach every day um, with the right attitude, the right mindset that that we could, you know, potentially like, you know, you said earlier, go win a championship. And for me, that's, um, you know, going into the, the FIBA stuff this summer, like I just wanted to win gold. Me and me and Mikhail had a conversation. It was like, bro, we don't care about literally anything. Like, we score, score zero points. If we're flying back to L.A. on the plane with a gold medal, like, that's literally all that matters. And obviously that didn't happen. But it's really the same thing, you know, for a championship. Like, I would love nothing more than just have the opportunity to, um, you know, um, what am I looking for, to, you know, live that to you know be a part of that obviously uh you know you talk to Brian about you know all he's done in championships that he's won and he's just like there's no better feeling um so having the opportunity you know that we know if we go handle our business and um approach everything the way that we should we have an opportunity to do that the last time the Lakers won it all, we didn't get a parade. So I know, uh, right. in addition to the That's players, right. all the fans w- would like to experience that I know, as well. I know they're all mad about that too, still. <laughs> uh, before we get you out of here, though, got, got to ask at least one one golf question. I, I, I know you're a big uh, Jordan Spieth guy, but who, who would, if you could put together, you know, a foursome to, to play around, dead or alive, could be golfers, could be athletes, anyone, uh, who, who would you have in that? I'm going to go straight golfers just because – I, I there's not many better things than like a pure golf game like for me at least like I love golf and uh, I'll be staying up basically all night to watch the Ryder Cup tonight um, but obviously Jordan would be in it uh, Tiger would be in it obviously I'm in it um, the fourth that's tough um I don't know. I, I didn't really get into golf until like late my in my high school years. Um, so like all the older guys, um, I didn't really know much about. So I'd still probably just be um, just around the new air. So probably just Phil Mickelson. Um, I know he's a big gambler and uh, <laughs> hopefully I can win some money off of him. They'd have to, they'd have to give me a lot of a lot of holes. Well, you, you you think nerves would would hit playing w- with guys that good with money on the line, or are you yeah, just ca- sure. same nerves. as basketball, calm, cool, and collected? No, no, no. Nerves hit regardless. It don't matter who I'm playing in golf. I've had, uh, I think I've had like a four foot putt for like something like two hundred dollars before, and I can feel the pulse in my fingertips. So it's nothing <laughs> like basketball. I'm I'm good on the basketball court, on the golf course. I'm uh, it's a little different. I, I actually I wanted to ask you about that because we've seen you way back when in summer league. We see you in regular season. You jump up to the playoffs. You jump up. You jump up to FIBA play, and it's just the same 
Austin Reeves. Like you just, you just keep doing your stuff and playing your game and it doesn't seem to phase you level by level. You're saying in golf, it gets to you. Why does it not get to you in, in basketball? Cause I feel like basketball, like I'm very, very, very well prepared. Like, um, I, I'm very confident in what I'm going to do. Like I golf, I don't go to the range. Like I never go hit balls and never go putt, never go chip. I literally just go play. Like, um, yeah, I don't prepare as probably necessary for golf to be actually really good at golf. Um, but basketball I do. Um, so I feel like anytime I, I step on a court, um, I don't have a reason not to, I don't have a reason to really have those nerves. Like I feel like um, since I've put in all the work and I've done all the the things that I could do to get myself prepared, then um, I just feel kind of at peace with that. All right. I like it. I like it. Well, Austin, we are super excited for this upcoming season. I know you are too. And uh, thank you so much for coming on the show with us. For sure. Appreciate y'all. It's always good to talk to y'all. All right, Lakers Nation, make sure you subscribe over to the Lakers Nation YouTube channel and, of course, the podcast feed as well. Till next time, stay safe and see you.